listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Coach V Show. Whether you are tuning in on the YouTube channel, on the podcast that launches, all produced by Island City Media, where the beach meets the streets, or you're listening on the Dash Radio app via Island City, the channel. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are featuring brother, a local brother from the 808, born and raised in Kanaohe. He's going to be talking about the struggle of his story, trying to figure things out, coming from a split family, living with grandparents, having no means, growing up on free and reduced lunch, right? Which to me is this whole don't quit. Whether it is what you're doing in life, leadership, and business, you know, success is failure turned inside out in Silverton in this thing called doubt, and you never can tell how close you are because it may be right here but seem so far. But stick to the fight when your heart is hit is when things seem worse that you must not quit. We are featuring Brother P.K. Higa, the athletic director for Ke Kaulike High School in Maui. Thank you for tuning in to this episode and enjoy this word from our sponsor. Choo-hoo! Souls is more than just for saving your floors. It also prevents heel bruises and pains from unbalanced cleats. Hi, my name is Daniel Bruckner. I'm a private practice uh, pediatrician here in Southern California, as well as the chair of pediatrics at um, uh, Providence Cedar sinai Tarzana Hospital and a good friend of Wendy's and also the pediatrician of her children. And I'd like to uh, take this time to support her product, Souls. Um, I think it's an amazing product that will benefit children greatly. And uh, every day we see kids come from soccer practice, things like that. They don't want to uh, take off their cleats, so they come in and, and I've seen uh, accidents, I've seen sprained ankles, I've seen hurt heels, and I think that this Souls product will really uh, help uh, prevent those from happening, uh, not only as a pediatrician, but also as a consumer. I can't wait to get the product for myself and for my children. I think it's something that should be owned by every athlete across the country, and um, I really hope that uh, everyone goes and buys it and enjoys it. Thank you. Souls will have memory foam and TPE mesh that will wrap around the cleat. After showing my product to my professional friends, I realized one thing. This isn't a product people want, it's a product people need. Souls, taking you from the cleats to the streets. Welcome to the Coach V Show, your Hollywood radio show for personal development with expert insights and interviews to help you, me, and we work to be our best and live our best life. Offering for your consideration, according to our interviews and all the featured guests that we have, are these life lessons, behavioral models, and success frameworks that if you should find value in them, that you deploy it all over your life, leadership, and business. Today, I am so excited to have one of my brothers and my tokos from the 808 in the, in the state of Hawaii, Nei, and then also in the county of Maui on the island of Maui, brother Patrick Higa or Coach PK, as he is known amongst his peers, colleagues, and students. And he is the athletic director at King Kekaulike High School Upcountry in Maui, a longtime educator. He could play some ukulele, he could sing, he could do all of that. And he, could, he was a coach when I first met him and an athletic administrator. Coach PK is also known uh, and the owner of the Three and Out LLC, a leadership-based company that provides sports camps and individual slash team training sessions, college awareness and support, and professional development uh, courses. Welcome to the Coach V Show here on Island City, where the beach meets the streets. Your boy PK Higa on the show, brother PK. Welcome to the show, bro. Oh, what's up, Coach B? Thanks so much for having me, man. What a blessing, man. what an honor. Oh, bro, the honor is ours. PK, take us through, what, what is your genesis point? And let's start with the beginning of your journey. We could start either professionally or where you were born, where you were raised. How would you like to start? Please tell me and the audience your genesis point. Uh, well, I guess, you know, um, like anything else, it's it's um, blessing uh you know blessing through disguise um mm. you know growing up you know parents divorced early um you know I, I was way even way too young to even remember them getting getting divorced um but you know growing up 
um, you know, living live in, you know, um, apartments here and there and, and going, you know, nomad life um, as a kid, you know, and then, um, you know, obviously being a little kolohe, as they say in Hawaii, you know. What rascal. does kolohe mean? What does kolohe I, you know, mean? Mischievous, rascal, uh -huh. you know, um, like, uh, I, I guess, you know, uh, the, the old uh, reference is boys will be boys, right? Yeah, yeah, right. But, right. you know, um, got, into some, got into some trouble, you know, and, uh, you know, finally um, actually found my home uh, back home with, with my grandparents uh, in Kaneohe, where I spent time, you know, with, um, with my um uh, my my mom's parents and my and both my my mom and my dad's parents and we kind of bounced back house to house, uh, which wasn't too bad because they're you know they're only a few miles um, apart anyway, but um, you know growing up that that had totally changed my life getting out of the concrete jungle, um, going more towards the country, um, but but I think um, you know growing up with a different generation. Of a of a parent, right? Because mm -hmm. my my mom folks are like the baby boomers, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you know, growing up with my grand my grandparents, who were you know um, basically the uh, I, I guess the the the, the immigrant um, status, I guess you know they were the ones that were in the cane fields, um, working the working the pineapple fields, you know, working the plantations. Um, both both sides and and uh, you know um, you, you get that different different value you know growing up um, you know it's it's a different set of morals it's just a different set of values that are instilled uh, in you so I kind of feel even for myself um, a little bit older than mm -hmm. what I really am you know um, just because of that you know it it's kind of a strange feeling but yeah it's it's being a little bit older um you know seeing things way more different than than my than my peers who who grew up with their parents mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know um I was forged a lot of flexibility I mean shoot my grandparents you know were my sole um uh what do you figureheads or, or whatever and eight o'clock man lights out they're they're done you know, mm -hmm. and, and as a teenager, you know, 12 year old, 13 year old kid, you know, it's like eight o'clock, I'm out, you know, my grandparents are done. <laughs> Sneak the bike out and, you know, riding around the neighborhood, causing them havoc, whatever, doing whatever, whatever <laughs> right. you, do, you know, and uh, just making sure that, you know, you, you don't get in trouble, you know, you don't get in trouble. Hopefully somebody doesn't wake up and uh, find you missing. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, but, but be, I think because of that, you know, because of having no leash, um, I kind of had one, you know, and I think you referred to it sometimes about that elephant and the trainer. You mm. know, the yeah, you know, it, it's kind of like that. It, it, and, but I think a lot more of that is, is based out of not so much learn, but I think it's a respect. You know, it's a respect factor that you, you don't want to break your you know, your, your, your parents, I, I call them my parents, they were my grandparents, but, you know, I, I refer to them a lot of times in conversation of my parents, um, that you don't want to break their trust, you know, you don't want to lose, or, or let them down, you know, mm. shame the name, you know, so to say, um, and, and you want to do the right things, but then you also have the temptation of, of freedom, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, um, you know, I, I know their routines. You know, I know that if I'm if I'm out and about on a Friday night or whatever, and they're in a bowling league, um, I just gotta make sure my buddy's home by nine thirty or ten o'clock or eleven o'clock or whatever that may be, and no harm, no foul. You know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you bring up the the elephant. And, and uh, you know, being held captive by conf being conformed by this ideal that something can hold them, 
that when they were a child can still hold them as a grown mature elephant right that's that's the story you're alluding to right yeah yeah so and, and you said no leash and kalo kalohe 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 yeah. so, so talk about that talk about that no having no <laughs> leash and then really being not conformed to any real basic beliefs ideals other than uh, don't disrespect. Make sure they know you. Uh, you well, know you sure return kindness and love for the love that you get. Talk about that. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, we 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 were uh, even though we were um, you know growing up in 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 what they call the countryside, right, the winter mm -hmm. side of the island uh, of Oahu. You know, there was still the concrete jungle side. You know, you you cross that tunnel. Yeah. And, you're in Waikiki, you're in downtown, you know, Honolulu. Um, back then it was, you know, um, it, it was, it was a mean scene, you know, back, back in Chinatown and, and all of that. I mean, you talk about drugs, prostitutes, you mm. know, gambit. I mean, it was, it was like, you know, growing up, <laughs> like for you guys, you know, like in the hood. I mean, yeah, know, we're talking early nineties. Oh, this was actually no. This this is like late eighties, um, early nineties, seventies. Yeah. This oh, seventies. Um, okay. This is like early eighties. You know, um, um, late seventies, early eighties. You know, um, I, I think I, I, you know, like I said, you know, my I was lucky enough to kind of, um, I guess, lucky enough is the right word to use, um, be able to to experience so many different things at. Uh, way younger ages than, than 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 most people do, you know. Um, I mean, first sip of beer was probably you know seven years old or something. Seven. I mean, you know, it's not like I'm tanking the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you took a taste. Yeah, I mean, you know, family family get-togethers and you kind of just kind of sneak over. It's like, oh, you know. Yeah, my uncles did that to me to freaking slow my ass down so I could go to sleep at five. But exactly, it was just a and, tablespoon. <laughs> <laughs> but that—that—that's what it was, you know. It, right. it was, um, you know, nowadays at least there's there's a, um, you know, they they found the term, you know, it, it's ADHD or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When we were there, it was you know hyperactivity. I think that's what they called it, and uh, yeah. you know, it was just like how the heck did we slow this kid down? You know, um giving them pills and this Ritalin stuff ain't, ain't working. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We gotta slow this guy's butt down and, you know, and then that's that's where, you know, um, athletics um, was introduced, right? Um, yep. not, not just not just to get you off the street, but, but you know, yeah, but, you know, growing up, like I said, you know, you having that no leash, um, you know, we're, we're a bus ride away from, you know, for, from uh, being in downtown Honolulu and, and, uh, you know, late at night, we we're, you know, throwing eggs at, at the hookers and prostitutes. And, you know, some of them were, were not female, you know, but they were dressed like them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chase our asses down and we would just hope and pray that we don't get caught because, you know, we'd get a beating. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're talking downtown Honolulu, White yeah, yeah, area, yeah. right? Downtown Honolulu, I mean, right in that business area, Bishop Street, you know, Fort Street. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. They, they got a nice, beautiful mall over there, but that was, that was all, you know, Hotel Street. Those, those were all prostitutes and, and uh, you know, drug, drug-related deals and, uh, you know, the whole gambit of, of, of right. What, so what did you learn, PK? What did you learn? And, and then let's shout out your elementary school. So elementary school, junior high, middle school, what, what, what were those? And what did you learn? And what are the life lessons from that freedom, no leash? Well, I think, um, you know, in elementary is, is kind of interesting because it, it was basically, you know, literally right up the road. You know, I, what I elementary school? So I went to Kaneohe Elementary. Kaneohe um, Elementary. Okay, shout out Kaneohe Elementary. Kaneohe Elementary, yep. Menahunis. Um, Menahunis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but you, you know what is interesting, and, and I don't know, um, this could just be me, but, you know, for myself, I mean, I, I pretty much remember every single uh, teacher that I had, 
you know, mm. and I don't know if that was influential or um, whatever it was, but even principals and so, well, you know, we, we knew the principal really well. Um, we, we also knew the, uh, the um, custodians really well. Back then it was, you know, you, you did a lot of um, uh, time with, with custodians if, if you weren't in class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were like on uncle, uncle basis or first name basis, you know. But but especially the the cafeteria. I mean, oh, that that was, um, you know, that was the best place to be. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. We could we could go in and, you know, you you know that that feeling of of, of getting the, those lunches. Yeah, yeah. And the, some of the stigma that comes from it, you know, you don't want, you know, because because you're an athlete or, or you, whatever, and people associate you differently, you know, they don't realize that you don't got money. Yeah, you yeah. You still, you're, so you're saying the stigma of getting free lunch. Yeah, free yeah, yeah. lunch or reduced or, you yeah. know, whatever it may be. I mean, you know, it's, it's always interesting because people look up to you and, and, and people see you in different lights and, and you know, at no point did they realize that I was here, I was living with my grandparents on a fixed income. Right. Both of them were retired from the county and state. You know, um, my grandmother actually came out of retirement um, and worked part time at the elementary school. Uh, I, I don't know if it was because she really wanted to or if it was just because she was tired of getting the phone calls and having to come to the school anyway because of me. So, <laughs> so the no leash, what are the life lessons that from having no leash? What are those life lessons? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you, um, you, you learn a lot of things. You get a, li a lot of life experience, a lot of street experience. Um, you know, um, some of the things that, that we went out and did, you know, and, and uh, my, my partners and I, uh, you know, obviously, what well, was it? Um, the best choices. Mm. Um, you know, it, it it could have taken us down down a totally different road if we had gotten in trouble. Mm -hmm. Gotten um, caught. We got caught. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, allegedly, right? Allegedly, <laughs> right, right, right. things occurred, but you know. Um, so, so I think with with that, but then also on the flip side, you know, um, because of having that freedom, you know, like I mentioned earlier. Um, you're 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 a little bit careful on on some of the um, some of the decisions you make, yeah, and so right. along those lines, you know, you you kind of you kind of have to look at things and go, well, you know what, um, this could actually break my 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 mom or, or my grandmother's heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Found out that I was doing this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, makes you kind of rethink uh, for a split second or so whether or not you're going to choose to do it. So most of the times, you know, the things that we did, you know, it was, it was, um, the decision was based on, was it worth the, the beating that we would get, right? Was it worth the lickings? If we get caught, is it worth it? You know, <laughs> the yeah, disciplinary yeah. actions we're going to succumb to, um, not so much. You know, um, at, at that, I guess at that point, I didn't feel that, you know, that would have really, um, it would have disappointed my, my mama. No, you know, there, there's no uh, question about that, but I don't think it would have been to a point where she would have been like, you know, get, get out of here, kid. You know, you, you don't deserve to be in this household or you don't deserve this love. You know, my right. was, um, So you started with divorced family in Kaneohe, Mm -hmm. Fixed income, free and reduced lunch, always out and about kind of. I was very, very much like that. And, <laughs> and one of the things that I learned very different from my brothers and sisters who always stayed at home because there was a gap between me and my next brothers and sisters um, is that I was accountable. It made me more aware. Uh, you knew where the gang stuff was. You knew where the where the hustlers were. You knew where the prostitutes were. Like because I was out and about at nine years old until the lights turned uh, turned on the city lights, and then I'm like, oh sheesh, I better get home, right? It just made me more aware and become very selective. Like 
this could, if this went, if I go here and it goes wrong, it's not going to be good. So I just went home. Right. I knew that if I'm not around the house and I get hungry and I got no money, you know, I'm going to be hungry until I came home. Right. It made me more aware and mature, older, uh, mature a lot quicker. Right. right? Um, but then where, where did you go to junior high school? Explain some of that. And, and then where, when did you start <laughs> figuring things out? Because this is so contrast because I have always known you as a family guy. I met your family. I met your, your wife. Right. And you, and you have a solid home unit. Right. But you didn't come from that. And, and I'm so, such a fan of yours for so many different reasons, uh, you know, because of your character, what you believe in, that you believe there has to be a process. There has to be a design. We can't leave things up to chance. Right. There's process that's involved. But it's so interesting because I never knew that you started like this, right? Because you're married, got awesome kids. I met your kids. Your kids are freaking awesome, right? Your wife is awesome. Good people, right? Uh, and, and then so, so now explain, and, and that's great because I always knew you were a person of character, but now also to really figure out what forged that character and why you make choices, why you do stuff for kids for free and stuff like I do. Right. So talk about your junior high and then some of the life lessons that got you there before we get to athletics and then college and then where you are now. PK. Well, yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. So um, after, after elementary school, um, our, our intermediate school was, um, I mean, I, I don't really know how, how, how big, right. It's urban myth sometimes, but how big these um you, you know the these um uh images or uh reputations of, of the schools really really are right and uh you know um it was at that point that that my mom actually um uh looked at it and went you know um if you go there you know um You'll be back at square one, and so we're gonna we're gonna put you in a um, church-run intermediate okay. uh, school. So, so they enrolled me in St. Mark's, um, which is which is you know it was a private um, private school. Um, but you know, all, all it was was geography, right? You, you can't you can take the kid out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the kid. So it's you know, it's it's just geography. It's like now it's like taking taking a gang member, right? Um, and now putting him into a, a place where he's now gonna be almost in a position to be a gang leader of a new right. gang, yeah, yeah. you know, because all these guys are like, um, you know, I mean, you know, and because it's such a small community, you know, there were a lot of guys that I knew already that I didn't know that was attending that school or were going to attend it. And so when, when I got there, I was kind of, you know, already had that chip on my shoulder. I'm like, you know, like, yeah, for, first guy act up, you know, we go and, you know, um set set the tone right you know um and uh you know because you, you coming from elementary where you kind of you know more of you kind of ran ran with the popular group and and whatever and and my best friend was you know in, in elementary who's still you know my best friend now you know um he he has a fuse of like that, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because that's how we all met, you know, um, in the schoolyard and started hanging out. It was like, um, you know, oh, you like you like do Bruce Lee action, you know, and you start whacking each other and kicking each other and punching each other, and next thing you know, you're mimicking a fight, you know, and and, and the teachers are coming out and they're all worried and concerned and bell rings and now you know you're all showed hands around the shoulders and you're all walking back to class um and so my parents thought okay you know yeah let's let's put him in here so wrong right um mm -hmm. 
uh, went, went there, you know, was total rebellious, um, hated it, didn't want to be there, you know, so um, I did anything and everything that I could possibly to, to hopefully get kicked out. One, mm. I mean, you know, there were times where my buddies would, would cut would cut out of King uh, Intermediate and they'd walk over and w- the school was situated kind of like right off the, the main highway. And, um, you know, there, there was a, a private road that came down uh, right next to the school and, and there were, you know, houses and things like that. So they would pop up, you know, and and they'd be like, hey, you know, and I see them and I'm like, you know, oh, can I go to the bathroom? You know, may I use the restroom? You know, oh yes, please go. And that was it, you know, I'm like out, left, right, out over the fence, jump, we're gone, you know, and never to return, um, you know, but but for some reason, I, and I guess maybe it's the, it's the church philosophy, it's, you know, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was forgiven for a good two years, man. <laughs> Okay, and then from there to high school, what what was high school like? Uh, high school was 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 pretty was pretty interesting for me, um, because I because of going to uh, Saint Mark, um, I wasn't in Gen Pop right at, at King, <clears throat> so it was almost like even though I grew up in in the community and 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 was already a part of you know rooted um, you know I mean. My family, both my families, uh, both sides of the family were from there. Um, you know, um, my my grandmother was one of the most recognizable. Um, she, I mean, she, you know, to me, she she's like um, one of those. Uh, th- there should have been a statue built for her. You know, mm-hmm. she she was a, a, a historical landmark. You know, in Kanyori, everybody knew knew my grandma, and uh, um, but yeah, so 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 trans, you know, transferring over to to high school is interesting because I started King High School. Did you say? So so from King Intermediate, yeah. Um, well, I went to Saint Mark's, and then Saint from Mark's, Saint Mark's uh, the transition to Castle High School, right? Castle High School. Castle High School. Yeah. You know. Um, and uh, you know that was kind of interesting because I would come on, um, you know, I wanted to get some free up some stuff. Uh, I I didn't know it was more. My friends were like, "Dude, are you taking summer school?" And I'm like, well, "Why would I want to do that?" You know, and they're like, "Well, if you can play sports, right, you should get rid of some of the stuff you got to take during high school, so that you know." Um, you can do, you don't have to worry about it during, during the school year. So I was like, okay, cool. So I ended up taking, um, I think it was like PE or something like that my, over the summer, which is, you know, playing, right? But then, you know, you, you end up for some reason, whatever, setting the tone, right? Um, getting kicked out of a, a class. I remember getting kicked out of tennis, uh, the tennis Thing because the instructor was pissed off at us for hitting the hitting the balls out of the um, tennis court area and into the into the highway and and things like that. You know, just not listening to them. You know, um, doing our own thing. Um, but but you know, it was one of those things. So it was kind of like interesting because, like I said, I was rooted in the community. You know, playing sports and and everything, and I had all of these friends that. That went to King. I mean, all my buddies were were there. Um, but so here's the interesting thing, Bill. In, in in our in our in our community, there's like oh, I want to say just in Kaneohe, there's like maybe six or seven um, elementary schools that feed into this one middle school, right, or, or intermediate school, and then from there it fills into it filters into Castle. Well, where, you know, we also share um, a zip code with with another community, which is kind of interesting because, um, you know, it's so widespread that they actually should have had or could have had their own zip code, but they didn't. 
So Kaneohe kind of extended all the way, you know, through Kahalu, uh, the Kahalu area, um, heading towards the North Shore, towards Kohuku. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was this big gap. So within that Kahalu area, you know, there are like maybe three or four, you know, I'm not too sure, but, you know, um, off the top of my head, I think there's maybe three or four elementary schools mm -hmm. there that also filtered into, into King Intermediate. And then from there, they filtered into, into Castle. So when you got to Castle, you had basically two communities, you know, filtering into one high school. Right. So that's a lot of kids, you know, that's a lot of kids. And, um, you know, for myself, not, not going to King school, you know, even though I'm rooted here and I got friends from, you know, Kaneohe and Kahlu all over the place, you know, I'm this kind of this anomaly, right? I'm kind of like this, who is this guy? You know, who's, who's this dude that everybody's, that everybody knows, but we don't. Yeah, know, yeah. Kind of thing. And it was just because of athletics, but, um, you know, yeah. So, so that was kind of interesting. But then, you know, when, when you got together there, um, you know, I, I think that that's kind of when things started um, kind of taking off for me. Taking off meaning what? Did you start to get more disciplined, stop messing around? I think a lot of it was that, you know, um, trying to stop, you know, trying trying to turn around a little bit, you know. Um, I remember going to, going to class um, and it was like the first day of class, you know, and, and the teacher was like taking role. And I, 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 I don't even know this guy from, from anything. You know, and he calls out my name and, you know, I'm here, you know, and he's like, oh, so you don't want to, huh? mm. and I'm like, whoa, like, what do you mean I'm the one, and, you know, and, and it's almost like a threat, right, you know, you, you know, you think you're going to act up in my class, you, you got another thing coming, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, I didn't even do anything yet, I just showed up, I, I even showed up, you know. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of interesting. Um, Cause now you know, you've built a reputation, right? Right. And, 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 you know, the reputation is kind of interesting because it, it, it's a matter of which group you are with. Right. Right. Because as a multi-sport athlete, you know, you hung around with, with different people during the, during the, your season, right. You know, like um, football, I kind of tended to a little bit, you know, float towards more, more of my football friends. And then, you know, um, baseball season, you, you kind of start tending to, you know, rotate back to your, back to your, uh, you know, baseball friends or your, your you know, your, your, your other friends who, who, who does it, maybe they don't play sports and things like that. So you got, you know, all of these different, different cats and, and they've got all of these different um, things, and and we grow up. And, and you know, again, it, it's a matter of what what you're into at that time, right? Like for myself, with some of my baseball guys and some of the guys that just didn't do um, a whole lot of uh, of things that you know, um, like football, they weren't interested in football, playing football, or not. You know, they they were like the guys that we would go like to concerts with, you know, or um, play, play music with, you know, um, you know, rock out eighties metal stuff, you know, and things like that. And, and, uh, you know, so it was just a matter of who you hung out with at, at that time. And I was blessed to have such a diverse, uh, group of, of cats that, that I was able to hang out with. And, and to this day that, you know, all, all my brothers, I mean, they, they're still, they're, they're still there, you know, if you make a call, man, they're, they're there, you know, and, and it's reciprocal, you know. Yep. I, and how did that reputation follow you negatively or positively? Oh, so you're I, talking about some of the past uh, decisions that you made impacting how that teacher called you out, right? Yeah, on the first yeah. day, on the first yeah. day for no reason, but just yeah. because your reputation. So what's the life lesson you learned from that? <laughs> like you just said, the people you're I, around. I think a lot of it, I mean, you know, and, and I don't know how true it is. We pondered this before. Um, there were like uh, three or four of us um, who we would never ever be in the same class together. 
for whatever reason. But they were like, because I guess if you put four of us together, it's game over, right? That teacher is gonna, <laughs> it's like, see ya, you know. Um, some people have even, some of my classmates have even, you know, mentioned to us that, you know, we, we were the reason why a couple of teachers retired, <laughs> you know, mid-year, you know. Um, but, but it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't disrespectful. You know, we were just rambunctious. You know, we were, we were, um, we were the, the, the guys in, you know, we thought we were the class clowns at, at times, I guess. You know, we thought what we were doing was funny. Um, yeah. I guess the guys, some of the guys didn't. And, and you know, when, when I think back, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, being the guy that I was, you know, and, and you know, always trying to trying to be the class clown and, and, and trying to be, you know, this and that. Um, I always remember like, when I think back now, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of like the smarter guys in that class, you know, and, and I don't know if I belonged there, you know, but, but I guess they did, you know, the teachers felt that, that I was, you know, capable. Um, I just didn't have that belief in me you know, because that was never instilled, you know, it was never instilled that, you know, um, education is, is the top priority. You know, my, my grandparents always told me, you know, and they want me to go to school and, and, and get better and, and whatnot. But, you know, I, I thought, shoot, if, if, if I live to see graduation, um, I'll probably end up going maybe the military or, or just finding a job. Um, I, I didn't think, you know, college or anything was what well, it was even in the cards. And I remember some of the counselors even telling me that, you know, like, well, why you, why you waste your time and your money? You know, you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, um, you know, afford, one, you, you can't afford it. And two, you're, you're not gonna be anybody anyway. You know. So what did you do? What what sports did you play in high school, and where did you go after? So in high school, I I, I played um, football and, and baseball, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know it, it, it was kind of funny because you know um, for me realistically um, in, in regards to college and, and and trying to get recruited or even um, just just to go and play. You know, it made more sense um, to go the baseball route, right? Because, you know, um, you know, my 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 one of my biggest dreams was to play for Bo Schembechler at, at Michigan, right? Put right. on that, put on that maize and blue and that winged helmet, man, and uh, run out of that, run out of the stadium at the big house for 120,000 people. Um, but the reality is, you know, there's no need for a 5'10", 155-pound cornerback who, you know, who runs a 4'2", 4'3", 40, because Dima does it. You know, they got cats that are doing that at six feet two, you know. Um, and, and so, you know, the reality of it is that, you know, um, really you know i'll be lucky if i even if i make it and and i'm able to do the things that i i was able to do you know because mm -hmm. realistically you know the uh the blessing for me um growing up was just just the fact that i was just a little bit better you know a little bit i was born and blessed with speed mm -hmm. um and that was yeah, it yeah because the numbers you're talking about for the 40 that's blazing speed, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, back then, you know, because everything back then was all hand-timed, right? And, and we only ran mostly on grass or cinder, you know. So if we, we were running, you know, four or fives, you know, yeah. and stuff like that on, on, on grass, you know, um, you know, you know, once in a while you kick a four four out, you know, on a good day. Uh, or on a rubberized track. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, again, it, it wasn't really, it was special where we were, you know, but if you look at it 
on a, on a national level or even on a global scale, you know, average, you know, average, you know. So what did you decide to go and pursue and how'd you make that choice? So I, um, it was interesting because I kind of started out, uh, you know, my plans kind of took a detour. Um, my grand, my grandfather, uh, who, who had raised me, um, got sick, um, and um, you know, cancer got the best of him. And uh, he was moving forward back, you know, he was going back and forth um, with um, with one of my mom's um, sisters in the mainland. And uh, when he finally came home and, and this and that and, and things, um, you know, kind of kind of went went one way and uh, you know, um, we ran into some financial issues. Um, you know, we lost the house, um, things like that. So, you know, um, I didn't feel at that time it was right for me to go away. Uh, I didn't feel it was the right time to, um, you know, to, to, to be spending money that one, we didn't have, uh, and two, you know, um, you know, I, I didn't want to be the focal point of, of any more of the trouble, you know, that, that was going on within the family because of the money issues and things like that. And um, so, so I, I worked, um, I got involved in, in, um, in, in a campaign um, and I ended up working for a senator, a freshman mm-hmm. senator uh, from our community. So you graduated high school yep. and then you just started working for how long? Um, it, you know, it was, it was short, it was short. Uh, Luckily, it was it was short term. It was um, I, I think it was just for a year. Um, I, I remember doing the um, you know we, we did the uh, we did the session and stuff like that and 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 whatnot. And then um, at that same time, um, uh, the senator had had you know he he was a. A, a huge, a huge mentor and uh, influence for, on me. Uh, his name is Mike McCartney, and um, he told me, you know, hey, you know, why don't you go take some classes, you know, at, at least at the at the community college, you know, and whatnot. So I said, oh, okay, you know. So I started started taking some classes, and then after that, you know, he said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and hook you up with this school, Um, it's the school that I went to. And he said, try and talk to your coach, Coach Kane, who's my football coach, uh, because he also attended there. So I was coaching football, um, just kind of helping out. You know, obviously you you don't wanna be too involved because you're only a year out from these cats and, you know, you played with them the year before and, and so anyway, I ended up speaking to Coach Kane and he said, yeah. So they wrote me all these letters of recommendation and things like that. And the next thing you know, Bo, you know, um, I'm on a plane and I'm, and I'm leaving and I'm heading toward, to, to the old Pacific Northwest. And I find myself in Oregon in a little town called Forest Grove uh, at, a, at, a university, at, at a university called Pacific. And, um, you know, ended up um, playing, a, playing a season there and uh, um, got the plug pulled, right? They, they pulled the program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is it. You know, no, no football, you know. Um, so for those of you that want to wanna leave, you know, go ahead you got the freedom to be this one-time transfer that no penalty you know um i was just stoked to be in in college right and and to be there so i stayed um you know because i was told that 
you know, this is a tough university. It was, um, you know, academically challenging. It was, it was gonna kick my ass basically. Um, and, and I like that because when I reflect back on some of those counselors that told me that I would never ever make it to, to college, you know, that was the driving point, right? That was the, that was the motivation to prove them wrong. Um, and, and I did so, you know, um, and, and anytime anybody ever tells you, you, you can't do that. Oh man, that, that just burns the fuel to, to prove them wrong. Right. Right. <laughs> and then, so, so how long did it take you? We only got about two minutes and then we got to get into the next segment of the show. Um, so what did you learn from that and then fast track us to where you are now? So I, I think, you know, staying the course, you know, mm -hmm. obviously, um, and part of it was, it was really funny because um, when, when it turned in, when I turned in my first um, English paper, um, there were markings all over the damn creation. And, and uh, you know, I thought my grade was a C. I didn't read it right because it, it, it actually said, see me. And um, professor wanted to see me. <laughs> and uh, I walked into her office and she said, you know, I, I, I totally understand. I get it. You know, as a PE major, right? As a physical education major um, and, and an athlete coming from Hawaii, folks speak a different language. Uh, you have this pidgin English. Um, I get it. Your writing skills aren't as, uh, aren't as good as it should be. Um, but don't worry about it because um, it's not your major. And then I looked at her and I said, wait a minute, you know, I, I want to English, I, I want to major in English. You know, that, mm -hmm. that was my goal. And um, the, the look on her face was priceless, right? Like, uh, you know, it's like telling somebody, you know, being, being five feet four and, and telling the general manager of a NBA club that you're going to be their franchise player, right? Mm -hmm, <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. you know, like, get the hell out of here. And uh, she said, no, there's no way you're going to be able to, to, to pull that off. And I told her, well, not only am I going to do that, but on graduation day, after I receive my diploma, you're going to be the first instructor that I meet on that stage. And, um, and lo and behold, it, 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 it happened, nice. um, you know, and, and I, I struggled through it, but, you know, um, I think that was, that was the goal, you know, that was the mission and, and stick to the process. And, um, you know, and I think that was, that was the learning point. That, that was, that was the thing that kind of made me believe that, you know, what, if you really want it, you can go get it. That's right. That's right. And then so you graduated from there. Fast track us. Okay. You graduated from there. Then you marriage, kids, professional yeah. career. Fast track us through that, PK. Yeah. Please. So so come home, you know, um, not by choice. <laughs> again, you know, again, choices, right? Uh, choices that were made um, uh, that, that I wish I, I could have uh, taken back because I, I think I really wanted to, part of me really wanted to stay in Oregon, um, but be as it might, best, best interest, move home. Um, and so got back on the plane, came back to Oahu, um, right? Like any other college student who's in debt, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, so um, started working. Um, in fact, it was, it was so ironic because uh, as a teacher, that, that first year, there were no jobs, zero. Um, governor created a, a nice incentive package for early retirement um, the following year and lots of openings. And I don't think we've ever recovered from that. And this is like back in 1994. Mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> um, and so, you know, um, yeah, so move home, doing, doing, just doing the grind, you know, all of that. Um, end up getting married, having kids. Um, opportunity. Well, my son was a, 
almost one years old opportunity to come here to Maui. Um, I said, yeah, you know, I'll go up there one year, give it a year, and I'll be back on the wall. What year was that? That was 97. 97. You've been there ever since? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, um, I'll, I'll be here for one, one, one season, one year, and we'll, we'll get this varsity football program going. Because the school where I'm at now, and, you know, we, we were brand new. They were yeah, still yeah. building the campus. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the sophomores were now going to be juniors and uh, no seniors. And uh, wanted to get into varsity. And um, lo and behold, you know, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. We'll get this program going. And then I'll be back on Oahu, um, no worries. And yeah, ever since then, and still, still here on Maui. Nice. How many, how many years you and your wife been married now? Oh shoot! I thought the hot seat stuff was later. <laughs> I'll help you. Tell me what year you got married. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! You've been making me more hot. You know, it's. <laughs> Ah, uh, shucks. Um, I think we got married in 90. Oh, this no 95. 95. Okay. And then so 95 to now. And then how many kids? So two, two kids. Two, one boy, um, one girl, yeah. Yeah, my, my son is my son is the uh, the oldest. He's uh 26. Uh-huh. And uh and my daughter, my 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 baby. Um, she uh, just graduated from high school this, this yeah. past. Uh, and was she at Kekaulike too? No, she was. She was across the street. Both of them uh, were were at Kamehameha. Kamehameha schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right across the way. So, so in that in that in that journey of you, you know, growing up, uh, split families, uh, raised by your grandparents, growing up as this just like you know, really boisterous and full of energy kid in Kaneohe, going to a private school, intermediate, ending up at at, um, at Castle High School, then going to University of Pacific in Oregon, coming home, you know, getting into football, teaching, moving from Oahu over to, to Maui, right? And then getting married, having kids, all that. Like, what would be your life lesson to the world? And what would your message to the world be? Take a minute, PK. Wow. I, I think, you know, a lot of it just goes back to to my upbringing. You know, um, it, it was just a blessing. Like I said, it was a blessing in disguise. Every day was a blessing, you know. Right. Um, and, and, and having that, you know, I, I think we talked about this before. It's, it's um, really having an attitude of gratitude. Mm. Um, I think COVID has really shown us the door again to that where, you know, in, a, in that brief instance, everything that you knew that was normal and whatnot, or whatever, if you felt you were, um, you know, deserving, or, or you had that mentality of, you know, this is what I deserve and things like that, it was gone, mm. gone, totally taken away. You know, um, and, and so, you know, I, I kind of learned that in an earlier stage. You know, I, I didn't have the, the same family life that, that a lot of my friends had. And, um, you know, it, it was interesting because I, I kind of, when I, when I, whenever I was with them or, or, or at their houses and things like that, I, I really like, wow, you're so lucky. You know, you got a mom and a dad that's happy and, and together. And, and whatnot, but then also understand too that you know sometimes things aren't always what they appear to be. You know, it, mm, it, could, be, mm. it could be you know all, all roses up, up front, you know, but um, you know, who knows if there was any darkness behind that? So, so for myself, I, I you know I never take anything for you know for granted. Uh, nothing is trivial, you know. Um, I, I just try to try to be you know the the best that I can be um, 
do my best to be my best and, uh, you know, service. And hopefully I can make an impact um, in somebody's life mm. uh, on a daily basis. I love that. Now turn that around because you, you still were like, I do this, I do that. You're the messenger. We're the world. Phrase that in such a way that you're telling us, hey, this is what I think you should do. What's your <laughs> message to the world, Brother PK? Hey, man, you got to do you. You got to do you. You know, um, I, I think too many times that, that's where the problems come from. We try to emulate um, mm. athletics. But these kids try to emulate these professional level athletes. Um, they start acting like them and, and, and being, trying to be them. And that's not their identity, you know, it's not their cultural, that's not their roots, you know, and, and you, you gotta be true to who you are and, do you, yeah. and, and yeah, and true to, true to who, you, who, you, who you really are meant to be. And, and that's a process, you know, mm. and, that, that's that that's an ongoing process i mean you know you know for yourself be i mean you know we, we we get reminded all the time right as much as we feel or think that we finally got it then we then we realize we don't you know and it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah i love that message though do you i love that message so thank you everybody for tuning in to the here on the coach v show uh powered by island city where the beach meets the streets we are featuring brother uh, P.K. Higa, uh, athletic director um, and owner of his own LLC company, Three and Out. And we're collaborating on a bunch of different projects in terms of uh, empowering Maui and Maui County. And I'm just grateful that he took the opportunity to come on the show. We're on the part of the show where we talk the hot seat. And in that, uh, Coach P.K., your first question on the Coach V. Hot Seat. Aloha. The whole world says aloha. What does aloha mean? <clears throat> you know, um, in the Hawaiian culture and in the Hawaiian language, especially, um, there's what we call manaya, mm. which is uh, some of it is spiritual. Some um, some components of it is spiritual. Some components of it is strength. Um, you know, aloha really is two separate words, alo and ha. Mm. Ha is breath, yeah. Um, and and so you know, when when somebody uses that word, because it has so many different meanings and expressions that come with it, you know. But for myself, I always look at it at at, at that at that root of Vita 2, um, where you give your breath of, of life, of experience, of whatever it is, mm. whatever, your ike or your knowledge or whatever that you're giving, um, you express that. So when people say aloha, mm. you know, as a greeting, you know, um, I, I really take that to heart and, and I say, wow, you know, this person is really really genuine about putting their 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 soul their spirit their their self out there then i gotta reciprocate that same energy mm. you know so so for me aloha means you know um giving um if not what you're getting but more of of, of what you know what is being expelled out to you so that's what I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Now let's talk the word ono. <laughs> and, and, and and the 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 English word or the 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 you know the slang term we use here is like onolicious, like oh <laughs> man, that food. We're talking hashtag foodie here. Right, now, right. What what does ono mean? Well, ono, I mean, you know, in this literal translation, it means delicious. Delicious, yes. So, you know, or tasty. So, you know, obviously, you know, um, the food, you know, you've experienced Hawaii. I mean, food oh, yeah. here is, I mean, tremendous. Um, you know, and I think that's why, I, I think we're the only, we're the only state or only culture, um, I, 
I mean, I, I could be wrong, but, you know, I, I think the, the, you know, I don't know if, you know, um, even amongst the Polynesian culture, uh, who, who always double starch, <laughs> right? Uh, you, know, yeah, you, yeah. you get your main meal and you get it with rice and mac salad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Double starch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you get that double starch. So I, I think that's kind of one of the, uh, one of the uniqueness of uh, of 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 Hawaii and, and what makes uh, what makes our food ono and I think it's a combination of, of the different cultures, um, you know, that are here. Okay, let's go oh, hot seat still. We're going Oahu. Where if we're in Oahu, name two foodie spots that is a must visit in Oahu. Oh, two, two. Wow, that's tough. Um, because he, and, and this is why it's tough. Because if they're watching, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why it's called the hot seat. <laughs> What's two spots we have to hit if we're okay? Okay. So this is just bias because I think I grew up with it and and I was just so blessed to. What yeah. city is it in? So this is in Kaneohe. Kaneohe. What's the name of the restaurant? So the the name of the restaurant is Marukite. Maruki Te. And it's a um it, it started out as a little ramen ya. Um, uh-huh. Well, I think it's sat no more than 10 people. And now it's the focal point of, of the uh, food court at Winard Mall in Kaneohe. Nice. Okay, the second one. Oh, but 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 here's the reason why. Here's okay, the, I mean, all the food is good there. All the food is good there. But sesame chicken. At Marukite, uh, undescribable. Undescribable. Hey, so for everybody in Kaneohe, Marukite, <laughs> hey, Coach V hey, is landing hey, on the 26th of this month, and I'm going to oh, come get me some sesame chicken. And what's the oh, next yeah. one? Next one. Next one. Oh, I guess for, for, um, for because because of what I eat, um, I think um, for for affordability, quality, uh, and, and amount. Okay, um, I gotta go raise raise cafe. Where's that at? In Kalihi. Raise the two places cafe. I grew up. <laughs> in in Kalihi. Yeah, it's it's uh, near Farrington High School. Yeah. Ray's Cafe. Prime, High School. Prime Rib. The Prime Rib. So so here's the deal, right? Pre-COVID, before all of these prices went crazy and, and all the everybody yeah, started yeah, yeah, yeah. each other. Prime Rib used to be $19. Yeah, yeah. Now it's what, 40, 50 bucks? Yeah, no ways. It, it went up $23.50. No way, that's it? way dude and you can get it for like 30 i think it's 37 something dollars with king crab legs on certain days no that's phenomenal i just <laughs> came back from vegas <laughs> you know shout out to the duncan uh the duncan donuts oh, yeah. family duncan uh, i was in las vegas and i got a chance to go to uh my best friend korean barbecue inside of um the uh the park mgm now these dishes kimchi fried rice and um um, what's the kind of steak? Not prime rib, but ribeye uh, oh, yeah. plate. The ribeye plate was eighty plus, right? Oh. Stir fried, come sizzling, oh, man. It was just delicious, right? But it costs in Vegas, right? So twenty three dollars for a dish, man. Oh. When you walk out of Vegas, is good anywhere, <laughs> right? So that that's awesome. And PK, thanks for coming on the Coach V Hot Seat. Take thirty seconds, um, and thanks for coming on the Coach V Show. Take thirty seconds and do a final final, and we're out. Oh man, um, you know, uh, yeah. Just uh, if if you need um, assistance um, or or whatever, you know, you you look in. Um, if, you, if we have opportunity to help serve uh, in in any capacity, whether it's athletics um, or whatnot, you know, hit us up three and out. You know, um, we we we've, we've never charged uh, kids at, at any of our camps. Um, and we hope to continue to do that. Um, 
you know, but uh, yeah, it's all, it's all about servicing the kids and, and getting better. So if there's anything that we can do for, for people out there, you know, um, we'd love to. We'd love Good. To. Can we, can we, can people get a hold of you through the three and out Instagram or Facebook? How do we do that? Yeah. Um, our, our, our um, social media stuff has kind of been up and down. So we're, we're in reconstruction. We'll, we'll probably have it up and going um, probably, you know, um, by, by tonight. So by tonight end, is good. Yeah. We're going to be reaching out. <laughs> I mean, it's a Monday night. Come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then let's go um, shout outs. Who do you oh, want to shout, shout out, out here on the Coach V Show? Uh, man, all my boys. Um for taking care of me, um, always being there for me, um, the family, um, you know, and, and, and for everybody who either believed in me or never believed in me, you know, um, thank you from the bottom of my heart, because you folks were the driving mm. vehicle for, for me to, to be where I am. And, uh, you know, whether you believed in me or not, uh, you provided some form of motivation, whether it was uh, positive or negative. Um, and uh, thank you. Yes, thank you, Brother P.K. Higgins, for coming on the Coach V Show, your personal development radio show from Hollywood, California's Dash Radio Studios, powered by Island City, where the beach meets the streets. We're so grateful to have you on the show, and we look forward to doing future shows with you in 3 and Out. Uh, much, much aloha and one love to all the folks there in Maui um, and my boy Nelson Johnson out there in Maui and then all the fam over there at Kekaulike High School, all the coaches that I have been and cross paths with as well. One love and mad respects to all of you. Thank you so much for coming on and tuning into this episode of the Coach V Show where iron sharpens iron, together we rise. And for BK and I, the only reason why we come on here is not just for the sake of our success, right? But for the sake of you being your best. In doing so, you realize the best of your abilities and that everything and anything that you dream, work, and pray for can be achieved. This is how your boy PK and your boy Coach V lives, all about faith and family, grateful for God's amazing grace. Until next Mana Motivation Monday, one love and respects to you all. Until next time, aloha. Peace.